0: Hello everybody and welcome to my first official episode of the podcast Femaling. Here at Femaleing, we are taking a grounded, relatable look at the everyday stuff we modern women all experience, making the relatable accessible and here we're going to tackle and talk about it all, how to balance our chaotic lives with work, kids, family, relationships, self-care, self-love of course and whatever else is expected of us in this demanding yet exhilarating time. My name's Nicole Goodman, I'm a women's life coach and I'm honoured to be here chatting with you all. Today our topic is how to be yourself and the complexities that can bring up. I'm joined by my good friend Donna Lewis who's going to be giving her insights into what being yourself really involves. So please kick back, stay tuned and enjoy. There's an incredibly warming realisation from both of us at the end, which you won't want to miss. Hello and welcome to Femaleing. and our topic for today is being yourself. And I'm joined with one of my very closest friends she see she's already started (laughs) because she's mouthing (laughs) things to me I I said it's joined by not joined with (laughs) I've joined by (laughs) you can see how this is gonna go right she is one of my best friends so there's absolutely there's a lot of comfort and over familiarity here which will probably (laughs) come on the podcast um Donna Lewis who is a very, very close friend. Is that all right to say? That's very all right to say. She's a mum of four. Uh, she's a teacher. She works really hard. She retrained a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, just the absolute epitome of a modern woman. And I am proud Thank that you. she's in my life. Oh, thanks. And the reason that I've asked you on for this particular subject is because you and I have such a unique relationship in terms of we are totally ourselves with one another that I thought it would be a really interesting perspective to see how we differ on what it means to be yourself. Agreed. So to kick it off, we actually... We, we started talking about this a few days ago, didn't we, before we recorded? Yeah. And we gave each other a little exercise to go out into the big wide world and to, with the question of what does it mean to be yourself and how often are we ourselves? fully ourselves our true selves our true selves so and it was really interesting
1: wasn't it really really interesting and what I found most interesting about the exercise is that anybody that I have said to them do you feel like you are really yourself and straight away anyone has got a list of a 100 examples of when they have not managed to be themselves and all the things that have clearly upset them and has been an issue that they have not been able to be themselves. So it's obviously something that really, really bothers all of us, that everyone or anyone I know feels very strongly about with that sense of wishing that they didn't have to do that and didn't have to temper their true selves in different situations.
0: And it has been quite amusing to hear what people have not been themselves over. So have you found yourself in predicaments where you haven't been yourself and there was this like great big neon sign flashing above it saying you're not being yourself because I totally had that (laughs) (laughs) daily well I did once we put ourselves into this exercise like when I was talking to certain people and I there was like this big someone tapping on my shoulder saying excuse me that's not what you want to be saying you actually want to be saying this but I didn't I guess through worry of offending somebody or being too honest or, um, yeah, I just didn't want to, I didn't want to upset the other person in front of me.
1: Which I think does come down to something that we've talked about a lot, um, which is an ability to be authentic with others around you in order to be able to be yourself and what that looks like for you. And we've discussed how that can be clunky and it's not as easy to do as you might like it to be. And I know for me, since we said we were going to do the exercise, really, really, really honing in on what it means to be yourself and how much more intense the disappointments have been and that neon sign (laughs) flashing.
0: Every single time. Can you give an example? Are you, are you happy to give an example? Am I only allowed to give one? You can give <laughs> as, many as, you, as, as many as you like. Go for it. If I think about
1: my life in a daily sense, what I was really thinking about when I was thinking, am I myself? What does it mean to be myself? There are so many different situations that I find myself in over the course of a day. So, be it with my children in the morning, with my husband in the evening as a teacher, in a school environment all day where you have a boss and someone who's requesting things of you, telling you, you know, what needs to be done. So there's also that environment. And with the kids. And with the kids. And... The parents. The parents. I'm sure that has its own challenges. Absolutely. (laughs) The (laughs) (laughs) in-laws. But also, from a point of view of now doing more in a religious sense than I used to do so that's another environment
0: that's so just to just to bring some clarity to people listening Donna is uh, quite an observant Jewish woman <laughs> in your book <laughs> <laughs> well, you are an observant Jewish woman aren't you uh,
1: ish ish to you yes to others no so I suppose it. Depends and to most of the people listening is. I would say yes. that
0: you you are a very observant Jewish woman and she's very, very she's now. very uncomfortable <laughs> with me saying this. I'm just being myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Carry on being yourself. Um, yes. Yeah, so these are all things, and I do. It has got me thinking about how would someone describe me in those different environments, would it be a similar message across Mm. all those
0: environments? What a lovely question. And do you think, like, someone like your boss or... I hope not. (laughs) The the, the parent of the kid who you're teaching and someone like me who knows you inside out, back to front and upside down, would we all describe you in the same way?
1: If I'm being brutally honest with
0: myself, no.
1: And that is part of the problem. See, I don't agree with that.
0: You don't? No, I don't. Why? Because I'm sure they would say that oh, they might not know you to the depth at which I know you, but everything they would say about you, I would experience within you, no doubt about it. Elements of. They wouldn't say something that would shock me and think, God, I've never seen that side of her. They might. Like what?
1: Why well, I can give you an example Go from on. a few weeks ago Go when on. I happened to be in Shul. And a very good friend of mine was there because she was there for a bar mitzvah and she was watching me do what I do in shul and she seemed fairly shocked, obviously, having not been in that environment with me before. So that is a side of me being myself that she... We didn't
0: mention the rabbi. <laughs> <laughs> you never said I was talking to the rabbi. I was
1: talking to your boss and the parent of the kid you teach. And I really hope the rabbi does not know me as <laughs> myself um, yeah. because that would be awkward. But I think there would be elements and traits of me that would come up across the board. But I think I do present very differently in those different situations as I'm sure if any of us were honest with ourselves, we do. I mean,
0: sometimes, especially in my hair salon, if I'm having, if I'm rushed or I'm having a bad day um, or I'm running late or whatever I'm stressed about, like I can be quite moody in a hair salon. But then a lot of... Are you... (laughs) (laughs) I'm so shocked to hear you say that. Right, so you know... Yes, because you know me inside out and back to front and upside down. But some people, they would be quite... Well, would they be quite surprised to know that I can be really moody? Hopefully. Uh, Right. Because
1: you would hope that that would be one of the things... No, no, I don't, actually. You don't hope that. Even
0: though it's part of me, but it only kind of... It only presents itself in certain scenarios... Well, I say certain. There's actually a few are springing to mind. But I don't want people to... I don't want someone to come to you and go, Oh, I know your friend Nicole Goodman. She's really moody. And you go, Yeah, she is. Even though that is part of me. I don't like it. And that is key to it.
1: That is key to it. Because I find that sometimes, and it's quite a difficult thing to say, that sometimes I say things that I think to myself after, I don't know why I said that. That wasn't strictly true. But I've said it because I need... I want someone
0: else to view me in a certain way. Wow. So... That is beautifully honest, by the way. Which you are beautifully honest. With if, you. <laughs> but interestingly, you're talking about a situation where you're not honest at all. Yes. And yet you've brought such honesty to that. So how do you... Because I view honesty very very highly it's fact it's one of my biggest values and mine and yours yeah and yeah it's one of it's one of my values i find hardest to uphold
1: the hardest to uphold
0: so and when i'm when i'm being di- dishonest is a bit strong but when i'm not upholding my value of honesty let's put it that way i feel quite disappointed with myself even though it might be to spare somebody else's feelings or it's just not necessary to be that honest in that moment And someone's not asking for my opinion. You know, there's a million scenarios of why I might not bring the honesty. But yeah, it is something that's so important to me.
1: And I feel exactly the same. And the things that trouble me at night time when I'm lying in bed, the things that I will go over in my head, are exactly those times where I have not managed to be myself in those situations. From being honest or
0: being dishonest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that... Is something that, that, interestingly for me, the times that it weighs heaviest where I haven't been myself because I've known at the time that I've said something to portray a side of myself that I want someone else to think or I want someone else to see and not necessarily truly who I am they're the ones that are hardest because if you're doing it to spare someone's feelings or because you're coming from a place of kindness or all of those things that's okay you can justify it you can justify it more exactly but when you're coming from a place of I simply did that for my own ego is for me what it comes down to that that is my ego talking and not me because I want someone to view me in a certain way and what it leads me back to thinking now Really, which is the first time I think I've had clarity on it. Can you be your true self all the time? I'm not sure you can because it's...
0: Well, there was an interesting uh, quote, because we looked it up before we jumped on here, to say, what does it mean to be yourself? And we found a few different versions, didn't we? Yes. And to be oneself means to act naturally according to one's character and instincts. And the word that kind of jumps out at me there is instincts. So instinctively, sometimes I know I need to pedal back kind of thing. I need to step slightly away from the situation and not bring my full self instinctively because I know it won't go down well. Or it won't... But you could say
1: that you're not saying that because it won't go down well, because that is your ego talking of you are not wanting someone else to view you in a certain way. So it's easier to just toe the line. Like as a basic example that just comes to me now. When a friend comes to you to have a good old bitch and a moan about someone else. Yeah. And you're sitting there thinking, I actually don't agree with you, you've been completely unreasonable. But it's kind of Well, I would
0: say that to you. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'm so pleased.
1: And I would say that to you. But more often than not, I'm not upholding my principles because I'm just saying, everything in my head is screaming, oh my gosh, you've been so unreasonable, but everything that's coming out of my mouth is validating them. Interestingly,
0: I found myself in this situation a couple of weeks ago and I said, can we drop it? I'm not comfortable talking about this. And it then, it transpired into something else um, because they got upset because they were in mid-flow, which I kind of get. But I was upholding myself in that situation, but I wasn't upholding them. So which which one's, which one's the right thing? You know, I could have gone along with it and kind of zoned it out and they could have just gotten it off their chest, which is clearly what they needed to do. But I wasn't comfortable with it, so I chose myself in that moment and it didn't go down well with the other person. It went down well with me because I was still in integrity, but it didn't go down well with them. So who do you choose?
1: And that's the thing. I mean, for me, the quote that I found that really has stuck out to me, what does it mean to be yourself? Um, And for me, it's about integrity, honesty, sincerity, but more than anything, unwavering principles. Mm. If you have unwavering principles of who you are, what you stand for, and you know what that is, it seems obvious. And if you were looking at it through the eyes of a child, why would you ever... Not uphold your principles, whatever they are to you. So why would there be? Well, ever... I think
0: I think there's um, there's repercussions of that because there'll be certain people in your life that won't be that won't be in your life because they won't want it or you won't want it. You know, there will be repercussions of you upholding your principles all the time, unwavering principles. But if you look at it in basic
1: terms when you're a child and you go to school and you're making friends those people that have the same principles as you that you can be yourself with you hang out with and those that don't, don't so as an adult again, is or ego getting, getting in the way of I need to have 50 friends i need to have my phone
0: ringing all day every day i need to be that person and therefore well interestingly i'm not i'm not thinking about it in terms of the people that we choose or the friends in our lives there are some people like say for example you don't get along with your mother and you do get along with your mother yes. and i get along with mom. We're both very close to our parents just an example that came to the top of my head say you don't get along with your mom but you want to have an easy kind of relationship with her and yet, so there will be certain parts of yourself you won't want to bring to the table in order to maintain equilibrium, if you like. And maybe not your mum, but maybe your sister or maybe your but, sister's husband. Or, you know, there'll be people that you don't always choose, but you still have to have them in your life. And there has to be a balance in some way.
1: But are we not getting to the crux of it now? Because actually, with family, it's different. Okay. Do we not agree that family is different? Yes. Yes. Different rules apply. I, I feel like different rules apply, apply. Yes. Because actually, especially when you marry and you're taking on other people's families, you're not instinctively going to have the same principles and values to uphold. No. But one of your principles and main values, or well, one of mine, and I know is the same for you, is it, it, a lot of you know, like we, we pay the big <laughs> it out, we're all waiting, with bread, I forgot what I was going to say,
0: oh, that's convenient, <laughs>
1: um, that family is a value, that we uphold, strongly, yes, so that is something, yes. where, yes. So I you... mean, I can think of often, uh, and I'm sure my sister, won't mind me saying, we stayed there for, uh, the weekend, last weekend, and, she was getting really, really shirty with me. And what I wanted to do was get shirty back. And yes, I have that relationship with her where I could have done that because it was all so unjust and my principles were definitely not being upheld.
0: <laughs> well, but... now hold on. What were your principles in that moment? So that's interesting because you say that you value family at the top of everything. So tell me what you were valuing in that moment that stopped you from getting shirty. Because you were valuing something.
1: Um, I think I was valuing honesty because we were having an honest I felt we were having an honest conversation but there was obviously only one side of it
0: coming I liked
1: (laughs) Because I knew that anything I said then, it wasn't the right time. Okay. And I had to temper myself okay. to make sure that... So you had to
0: drop the value of honesty. And then what did you have to bring in? The value of family. Lovely. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, doesn't it? So you're still... So I love what you've pointed to here. Because you're still... You are still upholding your values and your principles. And you are... You... What was the word? Are you, still... you do still have unwavering principles in that moment. They've just suddenly switched in order to please the moment.
1: Yes. And I suppose, for me, where things become an issue, the things that I worry about or the things that bother me, that I take with me, are not in those situations where it's to do with family because I do think family's different. But where the situations are more real is when I have not acted in a way that sits comfortably with me, that upholds my values and, sadly, is plentiful Mm. every single day. And my fear is... That the more you're having to do that in those different situations, it's very easy to lose your sense of self. Because you're so busy being... Trying to fit in. Yeah. Trying
0: Trying to to fit fit in. in. And actually, when we did this three days of this exercise, and I wrote loads of notes, and one of the things that I wrote at the bottom was and after all the circumstances that popped up in you know of me not being myself or me being myself and how it all felt which I'll get to but the one thing I really noticed was that to be yourself to be truly respectful of who you are and your values at all times takes a lot of bravery and a lot of courage because it's not always the easiest choice to make. So let me ask you why. Why does it take bravery and courage? Because because you're up against things sometimes that you just don't believe in. Or I, I'm going to make this personal. I'm up against things sometimes that I just don't believe in. And yet I'm still stuck in that situation. Not wanting to upset another person because that's not who I am. And yet I know that if I bring... If I uphold my value of honesty or integrity... Then the person on the receiving end is going to walk away with something very different. So, so then I have to, so then I have to o- value the honor. I have to honor the value of perhaps kindness or politeness or something else. But they're not, they're not as strong values to me. No, exactly. But and they are still valuable.
1: They are, but if I asked you who are you, what is your true self, Mm. the things that would come up I feel for you and you can obviously disagree. (laughs) God, here we go. Is that being authentic is something that's very important
0: to you? Oh, it's my, it's my absolute key value. See? (laughs) Oh, you do know me. It's my absolute key value. And for anybody that's listening to this and has listened to Any of my other work or follows me on Instagram or has been coached by me will know that that is my absolute core value, because without authenticity, what are you?
1: And it's very interesting that you say that, because I know that's your core value, but when we discussed it before and I said, what are the key messages from all this amazing work that you have done and all the things that you now have to give the world, Yeah, which I'm very proud of you about? Thanks. Um... Your key message is authenticity, but when I asked you what are your main messages that you want to share with people, the first one you said was being yourself. Yes, it was. and isn't it interesting that being yourself How complicated?
0: That yeah. actually is. Yes, but that's why. This... How does that work? And what that's, that's that look why like? this conversation is so vitally important. So because I know that it's thrown around so much be yourself and be this and be that and just. And that's everything we say to our kids as parents. Just just be yourself. yourself. It sounds so easy. Just just be yourself. Yeah. Well, you've got to firstly find out who that is. And we change all the time and we evolve all the time as human beings. We're constantly growing, constantly learning, constantly changing. And are
1: unavoidably affected and influenced by
0: society, society. Yeah, and yeah. Yes. yeah, and our
1: environment, yes. Yeah.
0: And our environment changes every few minutes, yes. right? Yes. So we're not the same people as we are now when we first sat down to, to record this podcast. Yes. So we're constantly changing. Um, what was my point? <laughs> what was my point? My first thing was
1: be yourself. And And, being authentic and authenticity being your key value.
0: Hence why, like, yes, so that's why I feel this, this conversation was so important. Why I wanted to kick off my podcast series with this one is because it's thrown around so often about being yourself. And I throw it around too. I'm also guilty of that. And yet it is the most vital, it's the most vital thing we can offer the world is our authenticity and who we are. But you've got to find out in that moment who that is and who, who you want that to be. And it also seems
1: something that I've just sprung into my head now, which I don't know whether is relevant or not, but I'm sure you will tell me. Um, is the fact that we say, and as parents we say, and to people we love, just be yourself. But yet, society is telling us to do everything to not be ourselves. But then I don't. Don't look like what you look like. You need to look 20 years younger. All these things are leading us to. leading us astray.
0: Well, that's so relevant. I mean, it's so beyond relevant, you know. And I was a hairdresser for 25 years. Like, I was. and still do. still change the way a woman looks because she doesn't want to. She wants to be the better version of herself or the more beautiful version of herself. You know, my kids, they'll come down and say, what should I wear tonight? I'll wear anything. They come down like, no, not that. You know, I do that all the yeah, time. Yeah. Because I want them, I want them, and my ego, again, talking, I want them to walk out into the world and be regarded in a certain way. And if you're going to wear black tights and a white dress, it doesn't work.
1: And it's so interesting that you say that because for me, my approach to it is so different because... I make sure I never blow dry my hair and never put on makeup because I'm trying to give my children the message mm. you can just be yourself. But actually, do I want that to be myself? Or do I think possibly
0: But the fact that blow I blow dry
1: my hair and a bit of makeup
0: but the... wouldn't uh, go amiss. It wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you that for years a hundred times. <laughs> but and I believe because I am a very sort of groomed looking yes. woman yes. I'm always done yeah not right now but I'm always done <laughs> so my hair all right so my hair is always blow dried and I always have makeup on um but that is that is me being myself yes that is part of who I am yes. I like to look groomed yes so I don't think that's that I'm not masking anything I am masking something but I'm not running away for something that is part of who I am yeah
1: and you're comfortable with
0: that yeah and you're comfortable not which I, which I love that but I know I take the mick that you don't blow dry your <laughs> right, hair stop but,
1: telling me to blow dry my hair but
0: then. I love that about you I love that you have the confidence to go out wherever you are without any makeup on and without your hair blow dried I think it's amazing I could never do even that even if you look like shit <laughs> <laughs> but when you do blow dry your hair and put makeup on you look absolutely stunning <laughs> <Why> <laughs> love? Stunning. you do look stunning <laughs> oh thank you Um, And the other thing I wanted to say that I noticed, actually, is that when I'm around certain people, and of course, that I bring out different parts of myself. So I've noticed that too. So we all have all different elements to us, don't we? Well, you know, I've got a million different characters that live live inside me and it's whoever I choose to pick out in that moment. So when I'm with you, I can be totally, fully grounded in who I am because I know that I'm loved and admired and respected for whatever I bring. It's the same as when I'm with my sister. Key, that is, again, goes back to the ego.
1: You know yeah. that I see you for who you are, whatever you say, you say something silly. I'm <laughs> nerd. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's... You know I know you. Yeah, so, and you love me unconditionally. And, and I love you, and so none of it matters. But the only way we can be more ourselves is to care less about our ego.
0: Isn't that interesting? And I consider myself as someone who is so comfortable with who they are. Me too. And yet, there are still elements that I I don't always bring. I don't always bring. So, and what I was going to say was that around different people comes out different sides of me. And then certain, you know, how you're around certain people and they're much more enjoyable to be around. My theory is that's because you could be yourself and that's why you enjoy somebody's company because you enjoy who you are in their company and you enjoy who they see whilst you're in their company
1: but i agree is it not our responsibility to ourselves that as much as possible to only put yourselves in those that situation where you are yes. and you
0: can be yes but there are certain scenarios where you can't, like work. Agreed. Work, shul. <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I hate going to synagogue. I, 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 and I said this to you before. So do I. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel like the podcast is changing. <laughs> <laughs> if you're religious, turn I, it off. I, I feel very uncomfortable in the synagogue because I can't be myself. And I have to do and conform in certain ways that make me uncomfortable. And not because I'm against it or anything. Well, that's a completely different Different, subject. But because it's not comfortable for me to wear a hat and to wear the dress and to not be able to carry anything. And I never know the rules. The rules are always changing and I'm never clear on them. So I always think that I'm doing something wrong. And therefore, it's just an uncomfortable environment for me. And there's not many environments that I'm really uncomfortable in, but that is one of them.
1: Yeah. And I think there are those certain environments, your work, hairdressing, you have to accept the fact that in order to conform with social norm, etc., there is a certain amount, there are a certain amount of places during your day where you are going to be where you have to just say, okay, yep. I know I can't be myself because otherwise I'm going to get fired. And... Yep. Or
0: I'll upset a client, I won't see her again. Yeah, yeah. But in the coaching space... I have to be totally myself. Yes, because and that's what that's what I'm just obsessed with this work.
1: Yes, and the fear is the more situations you put yourself in. If you think how much of your day you have to modify your behaviour yep. and not be yourself, can you be yourself with your children? I don't know about you. I can't. Well, because... I'm
0: very much my mum self.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm.
0: I'm in parent mode.
1: Yes, but you're permanently biting back uh, something <laughs> <laughs> or an eye roll or a, whatever it is yeah. and sometimes it's lovely things and sometimes not so much yeah. but i know for me with my kids because one of my values of being myself is not to shout but that isn't really myself because obviously we all get impatient and we all get frustrated i've never
0: ever seen you shout at your kids and it's really annoying <laughs> I would like to see you be yourself and shout a lot more of your children because I do shout my children all the time and that's something that I, but, hate, I hate it yeah and I so
1: do. do I which is why I, I yeah, try not yeah. but, <laughs> 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 can we move
0: on though Could, like, because this isn't about parenting and, no and, and Donna is the most wonderful mum and I've always admired you and your, with your parenting um, but I, I think going
1: back to the point was that there are so many parts of the day where you cannot be your true self yes that therefore, when you are in your space where you can, where it is your own time to do what you want with, it has to be our goal
0: to be ourselves. Well, when I come home then for, at the end of the day, and when Adam comes home, for example, so you're, I'm with my partner, like, there is not one slight filter on me when I'm around Adam, my husband, so so, if i 've had like a, a rubbishy day and I come home and i 'm in a bad mood, like he's going to get the brunt of that because I am then in that moment being my moody self i 'm not being my authentic, enlightened self I'm being a moody, grumpy self, and he's he's going to get the raw end of that
1: but is that because you're not trying your best
0: to I'm be not remotely your... trying my best I'm just being with whatever's there yeah. and, that's, and is that and...
1: okay. Is that okay? No, I don't I, think... And neither do I. But
0: then, but then can't we be okay with whatever is? Are not we supposed to be okay with whatever is?
1: But you might be, but Adam might not be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he isn't. <laughs> exactly. So, so therefore you, again, so, be, so therefore you can't be yourself because you have to uphold something else, like respect for my partner. Yeah. You have to bring in something else. So being yourself is always going to be compromised by something.
1: It is, but the key goal has to be to uphold your principles. Yeah, and values. And values. Yes. And 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 do you know what? That is, that is exactly it. When I think of the things that I berate myself about where I haven't been myself are to do with things when I could have been myself. Okay. But I haven't wanted to be because my ego... Wouldn't let you? Wouldn't let me. And that is quite hard to take, because sometimes I'll say things. Can and you give think, us
0: an example?
1: It's quite difficult to talk about because it's not my best self. So,
0: Well come on! And then I'll give you one. I'll tell you. Should should I tell you first? one first? <laughs> I'll tell you one first. Okay. So a woman comes in my salon. A woman comes in my salon, and um, her hair is really, really broken. And I have been a hairdresser for a very long time. And I get very upset when I see very, very broken, brittle hair. It's something that just really upsets me when hair has been just totally abused. And it wasn't her fault at all. She'd been advised badly by another colourist, right? Right. So she then comes in and she wants a trim. And I knew she was going to come in because she always wants a trim. And we always have the discussion of, really, you need to... Cut your hair off. Anyway, without getting technical, because it's not that interesting. (laughs) And I'd already said to myself in that moment, just say, okay, it's her hair, it's on her head. What do you really care if she's, if that's how she wants her hair to look? Anyway, so she comes in and the scenario happened. And in that moment, I didn't choose just let it go and let it's her hair and give her the respect. I didn't. I, I chose to value... My voice as a, as a very experienced hairdresser. Good for you. It, it, right, but it wasn't, but it didn't land so well on the other side. So I said to her, Your hair looks horrendous. It is horrendous. If I trim your hair, you are wasting your money and you're wasting your time because it won't look any different. I said, And if that colourist tells you that you can have more bleach in your hair, they are lying they are lying they are going to re- your hair will fall out it will just. Be- you won't have any hair left on your head I was brutal but I did it in the interest of the health of her hair ultimately she wanted to come in read a magazine have a nice chat get a trim she's a working woman she's very busy and she didn't need it on a Wednesday at 12 <laughs> o'clock to so then be thinking she's going to go home and all her hair is going to fall right. out right so what was more important to honour in that moment tell me
1: I think you did exactly the right thing. But I think someone else would say something different. I think
0: that because... I advised her correctly. Will she? She hasn't booked another appointment. And she probably won't. Okay. I was brutally honest. Okay. So there's always repercussions for being... But Be- let
1: me ask you. Do you wish that you'd gone with what you said you were going to go with? And you know, you if, if, just I never, said yes. if I
0: never see her again, I know that I have advised her correctly and technically... And I have told her the absolute hard truth of what is going to happen with her hair. Now, I could have taken her money, and I could continue to take her money, and cut her hair and shut up, but that's not me upholding my job, either, as a hairdresser. So, you're comfortable with what you did? Ish. Well, when I say it back to you like that, yeah, okay, I am. I valued, yes, so I valued honesty in that moment, and I valued being... um, being a very experienced hairdresser and giving her the knowledge that she actually needed. And so, I, yes. And I would say that that's progress. But I won't see her again. Are you bothered? Not a touch, Yeah. Bye. Bye. We have a little visitor. My daughter. He scared you. Bye. Um. Yeah. It's.
1: It is a very difficult one. If I think of situations where the things that I'm more talking about, I think, than you are, because what's so lovely to hear is you talking about where it's something that you thought about, that you want to uphold your values and your principles, and you want to be yourself, and you've managed to do that. I'm she doesn't listen to this podcast, because she'll know who it is. Exactly, and then you'll definitely never see her again. (laughs)
0: Anyway, she now has all the information she needs. She has all the information she needs for her hair. So, come on, what's yours? Now that I've I've spilled mine, mine.
1: yeah. So, mine are very different because mine would be examples of where occasionally I find myself saying things that are literally lies.
0: Come on, come on, this will be hilarious.
1: Well, no, I've now got to try and think of some of things that I've said to people that I've thought to myself afterwards why did you say that it can be an example of i was walking down the street a while ago and someone from across the road uh, across is this the an street. actual example
0: what is this an actual example? well it was just
1: an example of where i got myself completely famished and on. this woman i wasn't quite sure who she was i didn't know who she was and i was getting stressed out and she spoke to me and because i was stressing about what she was saying i didn't hear what she said So I answered (laughs) yes and she then started talking to me about something that I didn't know anything about. I don't know whether she had didn't know who I was or whether she'd misjudged who I was but she was going into this whole conversation and I literally did not know what she was talking about. And I found myself answering these questions when she was talking to me about something that I didn't know anything about because I wouldn't just turn around to her and say... Sorry, what did you say? Sorry, I didn't hear you. Yeah. And now I'm having a conversation about horse riding or something equally as ridiculous (laughs) when... And I was thinking to myself, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? And I hope I never see you again. Because I, I felt like a real fool. Or there'll be examples where I'll say something to someone... So I had an example today where someone said to me, oh, um, oh, I was expecting to see you there. Why didn't you go? And in my head, I was thinking I didn't go because we were a last minute invitation. And I thought we were a last minute invitation, which again is ego related. But rather than say that, I said to her, oh, we couldn't be bothered because for some reason I wanted her to think that
0: you were too cool for school.
1: Either, either, and it's so embarrassing, it's so ugly. But, but either, just, just... either that, we're too, uh, that I'm too cool for school or I had specifically not given her the information that we had been a last minute invite because that was just a piece of information. So you wanted, that would... it was all
0: ego related. It was right? all ego related. Just a little tip. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that again. Well, to say I, can't, I couldn't be bothered, it probably, I, it I probab- that was quite rude. And actually you would have been better off to say... Uh, I think we were a last minute invite, so we didn't bother. You actually chose the ruder one.
1: Yes, which I didn't realise at the time because again, <laughs> when you're in that mode of thinking, what does someone else want to hear? If you are not being yourself ever oh. because you don't because you want to be heard in a certain way or presented in a certain way that you know is not true to your values then you know you're going down a dodgy path. Yeah. And uh, still, even though I recognise that, and they are the things that bother me, because now I literally want to message the woman saying, by the way, we were a last minute invite. (laughs) And then she's (laughs) going to think I'm completely mental. But I feel like until I've done that, I've lied to her. And that is one of my core values. I know it's stupid, but... So do
0: it. I'm not sure that's good advice. Really do it? Well... You know, if you were my coachee, I would put you into a challenge and say, Do it. Do you all I would always encourage someone to live from their values. That's what creates a happy life. That's how you get to know yourself on a deeper level. But where there is that battle there is that you want
1: to live by your values, but you have to be able to leave your ego yep. behind. Yeah. And it's something that since I've met my husband, who is a deeply religious man He has no ego. He value. has no, it's
0: quite impressive. He has no ego. My husband has a massive <laughs> ego. I, I'll admit in this, don't I? <laughs> he does. He has a massive ego. He really but does. I quite sexy sometimes. <laughs> when you don't, less it so. Really annoying. Yeah.
1: No, but he doesn't. Ben doesn't have an ego whatsoever. He really doesn't, and he just doesn't view things in those terms. You know, he doesn't. He's just. He's just not like that. And I think. It makes me very much more aware of being like that and I am crying out and desperate to be myself in as many situations as I can because what I feel I have going for me is that I do know who I am Mm. so
0: and that's the work and I'm so pleased you pointed to that because it's a lovely way to rap but that that is the epitome of this beautiful work and the depth of finding yourself and being yourself is to embrace your authenticity in as many places as humanly possible. That's that's my goal,
1: anyway. And I think that should be all of our goals, and I think that's a very empowering message to give to people. What I was gonna ask was if you could give, with your coaching hat on, a something that people could take away from it, a tool or something that they can take away. If they feel like there are times where they're also in this trap of not being able yeah. to be themselves, how...
0: I would say, I would ask yourself the question, what value do I want, do I want to honour in this moment? What value is important to me right here, right now? And live from that. So if it's the value of honesty, then you speak honestly. If it's the value of kindness, then you do whatever feels the kind thing to do. If it's the value of family, you know, it goes on and on. And your values can go on. There's You could have hundreds of values. Um... So that is a big one, because living from value means living an empowered, brave life, always. Um, And what I just said, to find your authenticity and to bring that into the world as much as you possibly can.
1: And in order, I suppose, to be able to do that, you have to believe in yourself and what you stand for and who you are. Mm. Because if you can be proud of that, then it's a lot easier to be authentic to be be yourself
0: yourself. thank you so much for coming on thank you for having me will you come back definitely (laughs) and then and viewers can actually you can email me nicole at nicolegoodman.co.uk and tell us any topics that you would like me to cover or you'd like me and donna to cover because she'll definitely be back on the on the podcast definitely thank you so much pleasure there we go it's all about authenticity and bringing the very truest versions of ourselves whenever is humanly possible I knew we'd get there in the end I really hope you enjoyed this episode I absolutely loved talking to Donna loved everything that she brought and I really hope you get to walk away with something quite heartfelt and interesting and that you get to think about it from a different perspective perhaps Thank you for listening to my first episode, my first official episode. Um, we're going to be back next week with episode two. Um, if you want to email me about any topics that you want me to cover, please email me on nicole at nicolegoodman.co.uk. If you want to see more of my work, please tune in to Instagram at Goodman underscore coach. and feel free to drop a DM and just tell me how you're finding the podcast. I'd love to hear from you all thank you again for your time and I look forward to speaking with you again very soon.